Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hi, everyone. Welcome to CEO School. I'm your host, Sanira Madani, and I am here with a dear friend of mine, Carlina Flores, who you may have heard of her name, you know, spoken on probably many different episodes because Carlina is my producer and my podcast manager of the CEO School podcast. So all of you have been loyal listeners for the last three years that this show has been around and Carlina has been just part of this journey over the last two years. Uh, and as soon as we took the show from out of my house uh, into the studio and Carlina and her husband Carlos are just literally the most unbelievable humans and they're just part of our team. And I'm just so excited for today's episode because we're going to be talking all things podcasting. We're going to go into details on how our show works, the business behind podcasting, and then of course what's taking place in like the creator space and how all of you as entrepreneurs can leverage podcasting in your business and what are our favorite shows and like just all the behind the scenes of the CEO School podcast. So I'm super, super excited to welcome Carlina. Um, she's the founder of, of Hilo Studios here in Orlando, Florida. She is also the co-founder of Nico and Bass. She also is uh, in charge of our, our merch line as well. So she has all of these amazing marketing uh, and production style um, companies underneath the High Hello Labs um, conglomerate, right? So she, I just love that concept as well of how they're taking their clients and doing multi things for their multi-passionate clients. And so we're going to go into all those details. And of course, Carlina is a mom of three beautiful, beautiful kids and a really proud Dominican as well. And so I'm just so excited to have you officially finally on the show. Carlina, welcome to CEO School. Thank you, Sunir. I'm so excited and honored to be here, to be apart. Um, I'm obviously an unbiased fan <laughs> of the show. Um, but I actually, I remember hearing your show years ago. Well, I guess like, like three years ago or four years ago now. And um, taking as a young entrepreneur myself and taking all those nuggets and actually scaling my business from a side job hobby to an actual real business. Um, five figure. I remember hitting my first five figures in revenue and being like, oh my God, this actually works. So um, it's actually a nice little full circle moment for me to be on the show now. It really is. It, and I love Carlina. And this is honestly, it's so inspiring. And I hope all of you get inspired, especially our early stage entrepreneurs that are listening. You know, side hustles, do this is this is the way you validate your business idea and i met carolina i was when i first started the co school podcast it was it was covid 
So it was out of our laptop as well. And we had an amazing production company and this amazing woman, uh, Caitlin Howard, who supported supported me through our first getting through, like starting the podcast. And one thing you all know, I love supporting women entrepreneurs. Like that's always on the top of our list of when I'm seeking vendors. And I wish that for so many businesses. Like if we just actually supported, you all are women-owned businesses. Let's look at the percentage of businesses that you support that are women-owned businesses. And even when, if you can make that difference, it makes such a difference to support, you know, to support each other. And that's where it starts. And so I remember Caitlin had a production company and we were doing our podcast episodes right out of like our computer and on Zoom and I had just gotten a mic. And then from there, the show was scaling so fast and so rapidly. And one of the things that I wanted to really do was bring guests in person and start bringing, um, like doing doing the production at a different level. And so mm-hmm. just want to give a shout out to our first producer, Caitlin, who uh, was so instrumental in building CEO School. And and now with Carlina, I actually ended up meeting Carlina. Um, she, you know, was very determined to like find me in yes. Orlando. <laughs> and when you really manifest something, you know, I'm, I'm excited for you to kind of share this story. But Carlina had, you know, put me on her vision board, manifested that she would be producing our show and found a way to literally get into the stock's office, like literally get into my office, have a meeting with me and tell me why she should, like why we should utilize her services for the CEO School podcast and painted this amazing vision for me of what this show could be um, if we can, if I had my own studio and like what this could look like. And so I want, I'd love to kind of take that back and I want to inspire all of these, whether, you know, it doesn't matter what business or industry you're in, the power of your will. Right. Okay. And the power of like, you're doing something on the side and saying this can be something. We are literally foolproof here sitting here today of how that story has come full circle as I've walked into literally a, like, I think, I don't know, like a 20,000 square foot, uh, you know, studio with multiple labs here, multiple, they're producing, um, you know, 20 shows a month right now out of the studio, multiple styles of creative things that are taking, like, this has become this, this most beautiful staple in Orlando now as high hello labs. And it started with, just that side hustle and that idea. Yeah. So can you take us back to how this has become a reality? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually, let's go back to, yeah, 2019. Um, I was actually pregnant with my third child. And um, I had started this sort of side hustle idea, which was High Hello Co on the merch side and all of that. And it kind of started becoming um, – a little more than a hobby. And I knew that's what I wanted. And then uh, becoming pregnant with my third child, um, I had gone with, you know, postpartum depression. I have my oldest son has special needs. And so you kind of get into this mindset of like, oh, no, what is this baby now going to mean in our lives? And and what does this mean for my own dreams? Um, And I know that a lot of women, we deal with that struggle of like, can I be mommy? And can I be an entrepreneur? And how, you know, having to balance all of that. And I was going to quit on my hobby. And I had a a friend who said, I want you to come to this event with me. There's this girl that's going to be speaking at this event. And she's awesome. You know, she's local in Orlando. Now, if you know Orlando, small Lando, as we call it locally, (laughs) it's a big city, small town feel. And so there's not really a lot of excitement in the business world um, that comes out of Orlando unless you're like theme park 
Yeah, right? unless like, you have, like, vacation, travel, right, hospitality. Right, like, that's, like, that tourism deal. And so I was, like, who's this girl who's, like, total, you know, boss in Orlando? So I got to go hear her. And so I remember showing up with my little baby bump and kind of, like, halfway this. expected. Yeah, so it was, like, this unofficial girl boss event, which later turned out it wasn't girl boss hosting it. But it was fine. It was oh, perfect. Oh, was that, like – Girl boss rally at like thing. East End yes, Market yes, yes, thing, yes. yes, yes. yes. Oh. And so I remember you walked in and you had Mila. Yeah. And she, Mila was tiny. Yeah, she was she I don't was know like, like three. Yeah, yeah, or like very like little toddler. And you walked in with her in your arms, and that moment alone of oh, like, nice. wow, somebody else is doing this. I can do it. And I know you talk so much about this about like, it's important to see somebody else. You don't know what you don't see. And so I remember that night going home and going, I can do this. I can be – that can be me in three years with my baby. In, and we had just found out it was a girl. So Aww. it was, like, very special. Um, that can be me with my baby girl, you know, in three years. And so um, I started listening to the podcast and doing the thing. And, and my business grew, grew to five figures. And so um, once COVID hit – my husband had like a moment of, you know, what are we going to do? And so there was a couple of things. Um, entrepreneurship, um, and I know you've said this before, but was a necessity in our family. So we had a special needs son. We needed to put him in, in we wanted to put him in a private school that um, would really cater his needs. And um, it was a lot of money. It's college tuition. It literally costs $40,000 to put him in the school. And we have three kids and there's a lot and that doesn't include therapies. And so um, we were like, how are we going to problem solve this? And I think people tend to have two mindsets when it comes to limitation. Either they go into a woe is me, oh, well, this is the cards we were dealt, or their creativity spikes and you go into problem solving mode. And so that's where my husband and I went into. We're like, we have no option. We have to break out of our limitation and think um, I love Craig Rochelle says this. You have to think unreasonably, like be an unreasonable that. leader. And so we started thinking, how can we unreasonably solve this problem? And we we're like, all right, well, what what are we good at? I'm good at marketing, events, production. You're good at media, marketing. My husband has a background, you know, 13 plus years at that point um, in TV production. He produced a daily show that went aired on TV. And so we're like, how can we bridge that and solve a problem here in Orlando? And so we actually had our own podcast. We started in 2017 out of our dining room home. Um, and so we kind of had like all these ideas, all these stepping stones um, in our belt in our tool belt. And so we figured, you know, Orlando doesn't really have a place where um, high level entrepreneurs, content creators can really come in and produce their their content. Um, a lot of the people that we knew of were producing out of Miami, Atlanta, um, New York. And so no one was really here in Orlando. And we're like, that's it. This is our thing we're going to do. We're going to provide this service. We didn't want to be just another. And, and we said it. We got to go big or go home. We don't want to be just another podcast producer helping people with their laptops, which is great. That's a great start for a lot of people. But there was already somebody doing that. And so what were we going to do to stand what out? Was that unique differentiator? Right. And we're like, we need an actual space. And... So that's where we threw our entire life into building this thing that has now paid off. And in a year and a half, we've already grown um, to expand into the, our space. We've grown our team. We have a team of seven now. And 
it is absolutely incredible what what we've been able to accomplish in a year and a half. Including CEO including school. CEO school. Oh my goodness. I I didn't know that, Carl, that you were at that. I I know exactly what event you're talking about. And I know why Milo was there that day because I during that crate like during the early stage stages of like it was like the mid stages of stacks. It was Fat Merchant and probably at that time. Yes. And I have a I, funny story about that actually. Yeah. <laughs> and I was it was so it's difficult. Like it's so difficult with just having being a mother like it is so hard uh just leaving your kids and working the way like you feel so much guilt when they're little and I had so much responsibility in the daytime part of my job and then there was so much happening from a um like at nights and weekends and the speaking engagements and all this stuff which was super important my job as a CEO wasn't just you know, to be in the office. My job was to get the name out for our company, sign, you know, you know, get, you know, get everybody talking about our company. And that's exactly something I excelled at. And I feel like I didn't get like um a lot of credit for that. Like all of the all of that work that has made Sack successful was all of those nights and weekends, not just the day day job right. of me being CEO. Right. And I remember that night I had like I always had this like two night rule at least with the babies or I don't even think Anna was born. And so I would bring her – this is like the work-life integration. You guys hear me talk about it every episode of like I didn't – I truly, if you're building something, work-life balance is hard. And I was fighting so hard for that work-life balance until I just figured out, let's just integrate it, right? Let's just integrate, you know, yeah. the kids, um, like, in, you know, into it. And I remember bringing Mila because I, like, had gotten home. And I was like, let's go. She's going to come with me. And – she and I didn't have I couldn't afford childcare like all the time so I had a nanny um that was helping me in the daytime um but I couldn't like have help like all the time so it's not like I came to the event and I'm like and I would literally like hope for the best of like how my kid was going to behave like whether she was going to let me sit on stage or whatever else and I remember her walking in and she's just like not going to she was not going to do that so I literally kept her on my lap yes. the entire time that there was like And that's what was so cool because this is before COVID. So this is what yeah. you have to understand. This is before COVID. This is before it was normal to have your kids in the background and yeah. working from home. Like this was a time where it was still very like taboo like this is me professional, entrepreneur yeah. professional and this is me mom over there. And so to see that in action, like there was a point where you're literally doing a Q&A and you're holding her in your arms and like, oh my gosh, this is so refreshing. What a breath of fresh air that Thank was. You. I re- and I'm so proud that that is like, I don't, I didn't have any other choice, right? Like that's kind of like where it right. was, I didn't have another choice. And I always do what I say I'm going to do. Like, mm-hmm. that is something that I'm really proud of. And we were talking about it earlier today. Yeah. And I'm so exhausted. You can tell my my voice. If you listen to me every week, <laughs> you know where my energy level is at. Uh, but I'm actually glad it's, like, in this in this Zen space today. Um, you know, came back from Tulum for, like, a five-day, like, crazy 40th birthday trip. And uh, it was amazing. Uh, but I'm tired. But I have a commitment. And I always show up for my commitments. But I remember that day. And that's really special that you were there. And I'm so glad that that was inspiring. And you were so right. 
And I really do believe it. You can't be what you can't see. And mm-hmm. that is why it is so important for you to get out there and also do your part in inspiring right. others. And this is why it's important for you also to be successful. This is why I do this. And I hope you are so wildly successful, but you don't just take that success for yourself. You're sharing it with others so that you can inspire the next generation and everyone else to look at you and say, wow, if she can do it, so can I in whatever capacity that looks like. Right. And um I'm so glad. Yeah, I remember that event. You're there. And then you showed up to my office. Yeah. And so. <laughs> with amazing marketing, by the way. And I want to say, like, you can will your way into anything. And the power of, like, I, I'm, I, like, right now on the plane back, I literally sat down and I was like, okay, what partnerships do I want to form before the rest end of the year? And I've had this year focused on like getting the business like back in like motion. I've been, I haven't been on the business side of sales goals. So I got that going and I'm like, you know, I really, these are like all the people I want to have on the show. These are all the people that I want to have uh, partnerships with and collaborations with started making that list and just it's not just about having the list and then putting it away, right? That's like that vision board exercise that you do that you like make the vision board and then you Mm -hmm. stick it in the drawer. You wrote it, you wrote out, you were like, here are the people that I want to work with. And she literally got her foot into the door and sent stuff to the office, the cutest things, the most customized things every week to get my attention until I literally was like, who is this woman (laughs) that is like sending me, like you sent a picture of like, my dad yeah. and like like an art like an art photo of like yeah, me and my that father. That could have gone either way. <laughs> you could have been like, what is this girl's problem? <laughs> no, but I, but think I think the is? people that you want to attract, like that are like you, are also going to receive yeah. that. And the ones that don't yeah. and that are like, who is this? Like this is like a weird right. like that's not me anyway. So yeah. you don't you don't want those clients. Yeah. And so be your one hundred percent most authentic self. Absolutely. Put it out there. And find a way relentlessly to get into the door because it works. Absolutely. And that's a story for Sarah Blakely. That's a story for for myself when I wouldn't take no for an answer. That's a story for every freaking entrepreneur that is successful out there is that they do not take no for an answer and they will their way into that yes. Absolutely. And that's what you did, Carolina. Absolutely. So I have a funny story about fat merchants. Yeah. That's the whole thing. So again, I'm sending these gifts. I'm trying to come up with a way of like, how can I showcase what I can do? And so I was like, I know. I have this beautiful idea. I knew that you guys had a game room at, yeah. at Fat Merchant yeah. at the time. And I was like, okay, I sent to make these beautiful custom acrylic tic-tac-toe sets that the pieces instead of O's were the fat merchant, the logo, the, the little piggy. little piggy. So I was like, this is, oh, this is super cool. Like everyone's going to see it every day. Like what a fun thing. And I had made, um, I sent to make like a hundred cookies with the little fat merchant uh, piggy logo on it, the whole thing. Well, no, that's serious time and investment. Yes, that was an investment. And again, you know, small business, yeah. like that was, it, it was a financial investment, yes. it was a time investment, it was all the things. And so that's I, gutsy. yes, so I sent to make this thing, I drop it, I'm like, they're local, I'm not even going to ship it, I'm going to go and drop it off myself. Probably won't let me in the door, they're a tech company, but I don't care, I'm going to find a way to get in there. And so I remember sitting in the parking lot for like 15 minutes, like, what am I doing? Like having this conversation back and forth with myself, like, who do you think you are? Come on, you got this. What are they going to do? Say no, you know, they're whatever. So I get in there and um, I just say, you know, I have this package, you know, 
for you guys. Like, just want to say thanks for being an awesome company in Orlando and like thanks for all you're doing for our community and walk away. Like, I don't ask to see you. I don't even like nothing. That's all I do. I'm thinking I'm about to get this awesome like shout out. Like, they're going to call me. Something's going to happen. Nothing. Oh Crickets. Goodness. I go on Stacks Instagram and sure enough, there's people like from Stacks like posting like, oh, look at these awesome cookies. Oh, look at this. No one's asking where they came from. What are they for? Nothing. <laughs> so this is the best part. This is the funny part. Come Monday, there's this huge, you guys been announced. There's this announcement coming. There's this huge announcement coming. It was a whole rebrand. It was it was a change of fat merchant to stacks. <laughs> so now the piggy, the yes, it was literally the weekend I chose. And there went the piggy, whatever, the TikTok to like none of that mattered. None of that was relevant anymore. But and I matter. literally was like, what is life? But it did matter. But yeah. And I didn't give up. And talking about intention and will. And then that's where I was like, okay. I'm not trying to reach the company. I'm trying to reach her. Yes. And so that's where I Ooh, had this This is a le- This is going to be so good. This is the lesson here. Yes. And so I had this shift of like, if I keep making it about me. I'm not trying to reach me. the company. I'm trying to reach her. Know yeah. your audience. Yeah. And people do business with people. Yeah. Right? So you weren't going to see that and yeah. go, oh, it's hi, hello. Who's hi, hello? It's Carolina. And so I had to find a way to make it about you. And I think that's so important in business. Everyone's so focused on me. How's this going to serve me? How am I going to, you know, it's all about me, 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 me. But when you make that shift and you make it about the you and you make it about your customer, you make it about your client, you make it about your business partner, you make it about your suppliers, there's a shift that happens. And so you begin to think differently, you begin to act differently. And that's what happened. When I took my eyes off of Fat Merchant Stacks as a client, and I said, no, it's Sunira I want to connect with because it's Sunira who's making the impact. What is important to her? And that's where I had the idea of, you know, building that or customizing that um, piece of art or commissioning that piece of art for for you. Um, And then the note cards um, with your quotes on them and all of that. And that's where there was an immediate. And you know what's funny is that's the one gift I sent with I don't even care anymore. Like if I get anything out of it. I just want her to know that she's made a difference because in my mind, I've already built my little five-figure business. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> but it was also a matter of like, I need to know the impact she's making. And that's where you were like, I need you to come in. I need you to set up a meeting. Show me everything you can do. Who are you? And then here we are. And here we are. Oh my goodness, Carolina. This is, there's so much here to unpack in that story I love one that you didn't give up. I love that you said like this is this is who I want to work with and then you have that shift and being like who's my audience? Like I want to connect with her. And then sometimes just releasing it to the universe too. Like truly sometimes we get in our own way right. of trying to over control everything. Even Absolutely. my coach would tell me that all the time of like I try to, you know, I'm pretty like I think as women, we all do, right? We want to control every little element. Right. But sometimes we don't just let it also be. And so you came in with that final intention of it just being like, actually, I don't have an ask. I just have a give. Yeah. And then it, it all kind of came back. And actually, I remember those cookies. And I think we were just like happened to be 
I wasn't in the office. Like we we were traveling like crazy. We had a ton of board meetings going on. We had this major change. Like after seven years of being in business, being a pretty mm-hmm. large, like, you know, over, uh, you know, a $200 million company, like it was massive to rebrand your entire company. Right. And we did this rebrand and completely changed every single thing about like our whole, like our website, our company. It was, it's not as simple um, it was like a huge thing that was going on for about 18 months that weekend. The Monday was that there was the announcement. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so it's not actually that my intention, like sometimes people are just busy, right? Yes. So like when you send an email and even sometimes when people send me like cold pitches and emails, like you also have to get them at the right time and you never know what the timing is. Right, right. And so I, I just, I remember my team, I was like, oh, those cookies are so cute. Like how sweet, like it's a local company, but it didn't. And you're right. I probably was like, my team's doing all the social, like, suite of somebody to, to drop it off for us. Right. And, you know, you, it needed that extra, the next that mm-hmm. next point. And then when I received that package from Carlina, again, I was like, and I was like, this is, who is this person? <laughs> right? And sometimes and that's why, you know, that, that third time's the charm. Like, yeah. it's, it's not about the third time. It could be the fourth time. It could be the fifth time. But it's about not giving up until you get the attention right. that you need. And so it's just so many lessons here, um, you know, in that. And it's not about just me. Like, it's how you how you approached – just how you approached it all. And it's so inspiring, Carolina. It's super, super inspiring. And I'll never forget our first meeting. And it started off with, like, merch conversations. And it started off with um, event stuff for our retreat. And then you came to our LA retreat. Like, right. we just are the, the California yes. one. Like, it has just been such a beautiful journey. And then when you guys were launching Hi Hello and you were like, you're coming with us for the studio, and that was it. And I will say that it's also been one of the greatest things for me. I do not think I was telling Carlos when I walked in here is today I'm I'm genuinely exhausted. And putting on – it's been three-plus years of the show, you guys. Like, it is a lot of work. And this is – this is like the unpaid work. Right. This is unpaid. This is – I choose to do this. Uh, and it doesn't, it's not like I'm here because I really, really, really truly love this and I really want to make an impact. However, there are days where I, sometimes I do question like, okay, why the hell am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it's hard. It's super, super hard. And, um, this morning, like I, 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 I showed up, I'm here and I was telling both of you that a huge part of like me not giving up is you guys being here and physically being here and like literally to being like, hey, you're like we are on schedule for today. Like I'm excited for today. And then I'm like, okay, I got to get excited for today. And I show up into the studio and my space is set up in like this amazing way that like feels like my home. Like this is my home. Like this right. is my off. This is CEO right. school is here. Right. You know, and you guys are my team. And if you guys were shitty and like you want to work with people that take like truly – like pull the best out of you. Right. And when I show up, and it doesn't matter if I'm tired, what is going on in my mind, like what's happening from a business world and outside world. When I come here, I'm truly here mm. for all of our listeners. And you guys are able to pull that out of me. And I would have given up like 10 times over if it wasn't for you guys being here. Yeah. And I just want to appreciate I just want to just tell you how much I appreciate that. And I want our you know, for all of you that are listening here, make sure you have that squad around you. That is why having a team, and a team does not mean a team on your payroll, right? Right. Hi Hello Labs right. is a vendor of ours, right? But they're our chosen team, mm-hmm. 
right? This is still a chosen team. So even the people that you work with like should be part of your team's DNA, your team's values, the things that align with you because entrepreneurship is hard. It's right. there's it's there's it's always challenging and you have to be the one to show up. So surround yourself with people that that help you get there, that 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 support you, that cheerlead, that cheerlead. Even when it's hard, when you want to give up, they're there to push you through those hard times. That's the team that you need around you. And it can be a team in so many different avenues. Right. And this show has been going on and for the last three and a half years, and it's still here today because of you guys. Oh, really? Well, we feel very honored. And, you know, I, I do want to say something that you mentioned. Um, you know, if you're doing this for sponsorships, if you're doing this for this is an investment and podcasting, we see it all the time, all the time. Every month we get new people coming in here that want to tour the studio, that want to see. And the first question I ask, and this is how I know when they're in it for the wrong reason. Um, and when I know they're not going to last is when they ask me, how long is it going to take me to monetize? Yeah. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I also like to be very upfront with them because the reality is, is that this is not a space that, especially as the market gets more saturated with more shows, as this industry grows, yes, there's room for opportunity. Yes, there's room for monetization. Yes, there's room to turn this into a business. But the reality is that that cannot be your why. That cannot be where you start. And um, this really needs to come, you know, for impact. If you're coming for it as an entrepreneur, as a business, there are ways for you to leverage audio in your business. Absolutely. Um, we've seen it used as a lead generator, we've seen it used um, as a client management tool to give, you know, we know we have some consulting firms that use it um, to to use it as a platform for their um, for their clients to give them value, to add value to them as clients, give them a platform to share about their businesses. And, you know, it's a win win for them. Um, we have nonprofits that are using it now as a way to raise funds. Hey, you pay placement. Um, so you pay to be a guest on our show and we'll, you know, syndicate your show out. So there are ways to use this as a business um, to leverage it. But the reality is that 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 those people that were starting podcasts four or five years ago as a way to, you know, this is going to be my full time thing and I'm just going to talk about whatever that's not there anymore. I hate to break it to you. Like if you just want to hang around with your girlfriends and talk like. That's great. Do it do from your home. Glass, yeah, do it over a glass of wine. Do it over wine. a glass of wine. But this is an investment. And, and you know it. Yeah. Um, this is a financial investment. This is a time investment. You you could be on vacation with your kids right now and you're not because you have a commitment yeah. to, to produce a show that's well and that's valuable and that it's not just some thing that's put together last minute. Um, you've put a lot of time and effort into this. And so – um, you know, that's just a, a little cautionary tale. No, I love it. And that's part of also why I brought you here on the show today. And right after we're going to record this episode, we are doing a full workshop actually right. for the CEO schools membership. We do masterclasses every single month and this month's masterclass is going to be Carolina and we're going to go into the business of podcasting and, you know, why you should start one, if you should start one. And 
you know, how to make it successful, right? Just like social media, there's algorithms here, right. there's strategies. Right. This is a strategy. This is a business strategy. And I do believe that it is like there are certain types of businesses that this is so great for. Yeah. And and so I'd love to kind of switch into that gear. Um, but honestly, it's just so fun just connecting over. It's just so inspiring to me and what you guys have built here. Um, and you're a huge part of us at CO School. And so all of you that are listening, check out Hi Hello. I'm going to like put in a, a, a plug here. <laughs> and we'll be talking everything in the show notes. But t- take a look at what they're doing and um, just give Carlina some love. So if you love the show, let's let's show <laughs> Carlina and Carlos um, some love for, for keeping me going uh, every single week here. All right. So let's talk about the business yeah. of podcasting. So podcasting, you know, I didn't like there I think when we came in it was I felt like a really good timing to have come in and the early you know like the early bird does get the worm and I don't believe we were the early bird but we were kind of in this like in 2020 is when I launched and so I did feel like the podcasting boom really really has kicked off over the last right. several years but now it's almost becoming super super saturated where everybody has a show everybody has a podcast yeah. and so I would love to talk about who is podcasting right for, okay? And then if it like how do we kind of determine that first? And then let's go into the business of podcasting to say how we can use this as a tool to expand our businesses. Right. Um, So I like to say that podcasting is the new I wrote a book, right? So like what I wrote a book was in the 90s, early 2000s. That's what podcasting is today. Um, If you want to establish yourself as a thought leader in in your space, if you want to add credibility to your portfolio, if you want to um, tell a a story from your perspective within your industry, podcasting is for you. It is a great way to do that. Um, It is a faster way to, to get your message out there. So before, you know, if you wrote a book, the publishing, the getting it out, the book tours, all of that. Well, now you can do that way faster um, through podcasts, through audio. Yep. Um, you can go on podcast tours and there's people that do that, you know, where you go and you tour your show on other people's shows yep. and leverage their audiences. So um, that's my little analogy of, of I wrote what a book. podcasting. I, a I great, wrote a book. Great analogy. Yeah. Um, and so um, – Podcasting is not for you if you are not in this with a long-term vision. Okay. Um, now there are ways, and we're going to get into that. Um, how you can leverage like audio, anything, right? Like, <laughs> don't start a business if you're not in it for. If there's no right. such thing as like get rich quick or get six hours, like be a number one show. Like, there's no such thing as a quick path anyway. Absolutely not at all. Um, now there are ways to leverage yeah. audio, and that's different. Um, and some people call it a podcast because it gets distributed the same as a podcast, but um, it's not the same. So thinking podcasting long-term form um, is a show. It's something that you are going to have seasons in. Um, and with those seasons are going to come ups, downs, listeners, no listeners, subscribers. Your podcast is going to evolve. Your show is going to evolve. And so you need to be ready for all of that um, within that project. And then leveraging. So, so one, so like think about, you know, it is. It's for for those that have the long the long term vision to be able to make it successful. But I would say what I believe in podcasting is to connect with your audience, right? Absolutely. So you don't necessarily have to do it to. Um, it's great to be able to reach new audiences, right? Mm-hmm. So you can use it as a tool 
to reach new audiences and to be that thought leader. So I think one, it's definitely about thought leadership and positioning right. yourself as an expert in the space. That's why you decided to write a book, right? You're like, I wrote a book. Absolutely. I have a podcast Absolutely. because I am an expert in something. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts that mm-hmm. are insightful or funny or important. And like, I believe that people want to hear those thoughts because you are, are you are a thought leader. Yeah. And so when those things are checked off, I also believe that podcasting doesn't necessarily have to be for like when people say monetization, right? People like, I don't believe that you're going to come in and sign like a seven figure contract for a show unless you're like a celebrity or whatever. Right. But that's not why you're coming into for, for podcasting. I don't think about monetization in my podcast to be from sponsorship dollars. There are ways to leverage your podcast for monetization of your business, however. Right. And so using it as a lead gen tool, using it to connect deeper with your audiences, uh, that is how – and to connect better to like imagine every single week you get to be in the ear of your audience. Correct. Right? And you get to – and if you can appreciate that there's 50 people – say that again. If you can appreciate that there's 50 people listening, like that's 50 people – every week that are not just 50 people on social media that are like scrolling through one second of your content. Mm -hmm. Podcasting allows you to really get into someone's mind. Like you are literally in someone's psyche for, you know, 20 to 60 minutes every single week. Right. That is to me like the most, like when I think about that every week for the show. Right. And I'm like, there are 20,000 people every week that like put their, like literally every, every week that put, put it on and they're like, okay, I'm going to listen to right. you every single week for an hour. Yeah. That is so powerful. Yeah. And, and what you get to go doing, deeper. Yeah, you're building a tribe. Yes. Right? So like you were saying on social media, you can have a million followers, but how many of those people are actually engaging? And so on podcasts, the numbers, I mean, there is a numbers game, but you can have a thousand people listening and have a thousand of those people really be engaged is a much more valuable yes. than having a million people following you yes. that are not engaging. And so you're right. That really is a, a, a big key of podcasting is to be able to build your tribe and build people that are engaging with you, that are talking back to you and telling you, giving you that feedback. That's invaluable. That feedback of like, yep, this is what, what we want to hear more of. Actually, that did not resonate with us. Okay, note to self, that did not resonate. And um, and the data talks back to us, right? So if you learn to read the data, that's how your audience talks back to you on podcasting. And so it really is a great tool for, for building an audience and connecting with them. I agree. And I think that's where you could think about where the monetization piece, like why, right. why, is, why do you put in that time? So one I would say is your why has to be super strong because you, like in the beginning, you get just like any shiny project, you get excited about something like super, like it's fun, it's shiny. And you're like, okay, it's great. And then that like honeymoon phase dies out. And then you're like, you have to, you're the one that has to keep going. Yeah. And so your why is super, super important. And then also designing it in a way that also fits for you and your business is the way that I would ensure that you're, you don't have to make it super um, challenging or, you know, you know, you can batch record, right? That's primarily what I do. I come into the studio about twice a month is what I come in. And we do a lot more for our, like we use the studio for all of our classes and our workshops. And we we do a lot of content inside of the CO School membership. So that is also why you see me sometimes like here so much. Um, But from a podcasting perspective, you can automate and utilize tools. And companies like you can literally just have to – all I have to do is show up and record, right? And there's still – like there's work that goes into that. But you can learn to make it work for your business 
And I would use it as to connect further with your tribe, building that tribe and having it from a thought leadership perspective. And if you have those things, you can then use it as a lead gen tool. You can then use it to position yourself to go on these like other tours or other podcast tours and go on other people's shows and say, great, I have this, you know, this is where I I deliver my messages or this is what I do for my company and then leverage other people's audiences as well. So it is definitely a marketing tool. So I would say it's an amazing marketing tool, but you have to um, also be willing to understand where that monetization piece comes from. I'm not saying that you can't go get sponsorship ads or other like, you know, things like that, but that doesn't happen overnight. And it's definitely a lot harder, especially like I would say this last year. Um, and like, we've been pretty, um, light. We only have one sponsor for, for the show. And we have been very, very selective because we want to give like we're very selective with what our audience hears. And that wasn't our primary goal. Our goal wasn't to go get some sponsorship dollars. Our goal is to like we have different like we just want to connect further with all of these women and drive them to our programming. right? Right. And to like. And I, I want every single one of you to be part of CEO School. So if you're not part of the CEO School membership, I want you to today, like, go click on the show notes. We've been, you know, let's come, let's bring you in. If, like, you enjoy this every week, there's so much more that right. we do um, from an education standpoint. But that's my way. This is my way of also just giving value, you know. And this is where we reach our audiences and connect further with the women that we want to. So – the lesson here for for those that don't have a podcast and you want one, I would say that think about what are those goals that you have and from there you can design it in a way that does fit those goals and the time commitment and that right. energy and all of that. And I do believe that there's a ton of value if you do it right. Absolutely. And, you know, finding a way that serves you, I think that's huge. Um, and like you said, there's so many tools now with AI being incorporated. There's really yeah. so many ways to really automate um, this system, everything from the development and concept. I mean, you can literally build a new podcast show in 30 seconds using with AI with ChatGPT. <laughs> um, ChatGPT, call us. Um, but really, I mean, they, it will literally spit out a, a concept show, name ideas, titles, show note ideas for you as a host, interview questions for we your guests. We all of that manually. All of that was being done yes. absolutely manually. And, um, like and we've been able ago. to grow. Yeah, six Three months, months ago. ago. Right. And so now all of that has been automated and um, everything from your guests, all of that, every single aspect of your show can be automated. And so if you want to do this, be encouraged. There are ways to do this. Yeah. Um, just know that it is it is hard work. Yeah. And I think that's like always the message, right? But our audience is also super fantastic. And yes. all of you are just at a next level. I, yeah. I do believe that we have the best tribe in entrepreneurship out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Like I will, I will take all of you, like we will fucking walk circles yes. around every fucking other yeah. tribe that's out there. <laughs> I feel that proud of the CEO school audience yes. and the women and the founders. We attract next level entrepreneurs. Yeah. And that is why I'm like, I believe in this so yeah, fucking much. Like I fucking believe in every single one of you yes. so much. And we do listen. Like literally we are – like I'm literally always in my DMs looking at all of the reviews, looking at all of the stuff. It is how I connect with all of you. You can do this. So I want you to know that if you have a vision for a show, you do want to take, you know, your company – you want to add another lead gen tool. This is an amazing lead gen tool. You just have to also make it so that it is differentiating. And you don't have to have a weekly show either. So there are other ways to leverage podcasting. You can create 
a 12-part season. Mm -hmm. And you could just go in and record a 12-part season that your audience resonates with, right? So let's say you are a, um, let's think of a company, a nutrition company. Okay. Right. And you talk about health and wellness is like your brand. You sell, whether you're a physical goods company, you have a supplements company mm-hmm. um, and you do, uh, you know, melatonin mel- melatonin gummies. Let's come up with a company right, right. now. Okay. <laughs> and so um, you can also, even as a physical, you don't have to have a service. You can have a right. physical goods company that is focused on nutrition and sleep. And maybe you don't have a weekly show about it, but maybe you create a 12-part um, series. Right. And that's focused on – and then you can go get guest experts. You could talk about your – like the, you know, why sleep – like all of the different like the educational value, com- value mm-hmm. of like sleep and whatever else. Like – and so you can create a series. Right. And then it's not necessarily – you're not promoting. You're not like, here, take our nutrition supplement. But it comes right. from the thought leader. It's something that you can share with your audiences. You can create social content from it. Absolutely. Right? So you can create like – for me, that I'm gonna put a pause in why like one of the things that we do for social. So let's right. come back. Help me come back with uh, yep. to me on this. I don't want to lose that thought. But you can create a 12 part series. Have a few guests. You do a few shows. You bring in some experts. You bring in your like you know clients or some vendors and right. whatever. And you can have this awesome show about all things that comes to sleep and and health and. Right. It's not about like, and that can be done, and that could be part of like it lives in this in an audio form of a platform. Correct. But then you can take that, you could distribute it to your newsletter. You can when you have new clients coming in, be like, oh, like they've like go take a look at our like mini ep- like seven minute episodes on sleep, or it's like right. you can create. There are the twelve so, steps to the most so amazing many. sleep in your life, or you do right. sleep meditations. Like I don't know, like right. you can literally use audio in a completely different level. And I do believe that it is another form of like just how when the dot com era came and we had to have websites. Right. Audio is also a That's form it. of that. Social is also a form of that. Right. Yeah. So as we're evolving into our different businesses in 2024, 2025, we have to think about what is coming up ahead, right? right? And if you are in one lane of attracting your customers, like you are not going to survive. Like those days are gone when you could rely on like just ads to go like drive your customers. You can just rely on one source and one channel or just social media or just one. No, you need to have a multi-source strategy on how you connect with your customers. And also like Carlina said on knowing your audience, everybody connects differently, right? Some people are visual learners. Some people are quick. Some people want more of that information. So as a CEO, like you can, and as the, like as a company, you should be thinking about all the different ways that you can connect with your potential customers, your vendors, like whatever else that is. And so that is how I would be thinking about audio into your business. I do believe that it has a place. It doesn't have to be a full podcast show. Right. I'm just trying to give ideas on how you can leverage Absolutely. this new channel. I love that you said the .com and the website. You're right. And in a place now with technology where people literally search what they want to consume. Before you had a TV and these are the six channels, 10 channels, 20 channels you get. And what you get on that programming is what you have access to. We now live in an era where people are searching for what they want to watch, what they want to hear, what they want to consume. And so the more niche you are, the more you go Mm. into what you are an expert in, someone who's looking for those sleeping meditations is going to literally type sleeping meditations looking for that. So there are people that are looking for what you have to offer. And putting it on audio is just one more tool you are giving them to get them closer into your door. 
So I think it's it's absolutely necessary for you to be thinking about how can you incorporate this into your business. I love it. I do believe that this is the future, and but that it is becoming more and more saturated, right? So it does mean that the saturation, I think people get afraid of saturation. Saturation does not mean that you shouldn't do it. Saturation just means that you've got to think differently. Right. You've right. got to be more intentional yes. about what you're putting out. Absolutely. And I love that you said niching down. I do believe in that. People ask me all the time why I don't just open this up for like all entrepreneurs. Right. And, and I know I've got men listening here. I know I love you. I know you're there. And you messaged me. I know you're there. Um, but we have to be really intentional about who our audience is so that I can really think about your psyche. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is why you also resonate is because I talk to you directly. You're like very, very specific style of entrepreneurs that we attract. We attract female entrepreneurs, like women plus is what I call it. Yes. Women plus entrepreneurs. <laughs> Um, and then also have like even within a different category of why we like differentiate ourselves as like that scaling entrepreneur. We want to help you build big businesses. Yep. I don't want to be just the early stage. I want to be able to actually tactically teach you how to scale beyond that 2% mark. That's something that that's right. why the show was created. We wanted to yep. focus on helping you build million dollar plus businesses. And not being afraid yes. of losing out on people. Your people will Ooh. find you. They will come. I remember listening to your show and being sane, thinking to myself, I'm not a six-figure entrepreneur. But you know what that did? Instead of pushing me away, it made me work to become a six-figure yes. entrepreneur. So now that I'm a six-figure entrepreneur, I'm like, wow, okay, That's I'm here. That's why our tribe is What's the best. Next? That's why so our tribe is the best. I love that you're I love that you are unapologetic about your messaging. I am for six-figure entrepreneurs. Oh, I'm a entrepreneur. I want to come to the retreat. Retreat is not for you. Retreat is for scaling entrepreneurs. Yeah. And so what that is going to do. It's going to serve your customer base. It's going to serve who your audience is. But then all that sort of second layer customers that are waiting to become are going to push themselves into your into your base. And so we need to not be afraid. I think that's such a mm. um, scarcity mentality yeah. of like, oh, if I'm not for everyone, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one oh. and you're saying nothing. So I think the importance of niching down and then um, – being able to, like you were saying, repurposing that content with AI now, you can literally upload your seven-minute audio to a service, which I will share in the workshop. <laughs> <laughs> you can upload that into the service and it will literally spit out your newsletter copy, your threads now, the new Instagram threads, your new um, your captions for your Instagram, TikTok, everything. It will literally spit out everything you need to repurpose that content. And that was that that was that parking lot note that I had on yes. social media. Okay. So what one of the final things I will say I'm like why I I do love this is one of the things like in um like into when I when I was showing up on Instagram, I was so tired of doing the Instagram lives. Like that's how I was connecting with my audience right. further and just hanging out on my wind down Wednesday with all of you. So shout out to all the women who would come to like the early stage wind down Wednesdays. But I was like, okay, I need to be able to like move this to a different source. That's right. how the podcast happened. But what also ended up happening is that's when Reels had just come out. And I just am not that girl. Like, I, And when you see me do like a fun Reel, it's because I actually want to do something funny or I do something with my right. kids or whatever. <laughs> but in the beginning, I almost felt like this imposter of trying to like point at shit. And I'm like, yeah. I knew it was <laughs> important. It. <laughs> and like, I couldn't fucking do a jumping thing for like the sake of it. Like literally looked like I couldn't like my, like the clothes were all of them. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> I'm not that editor. Like I just can't do it. Even with a team, like it's, it just did not feel authentic 
and who I was. But we were able to leverage. So that was one of the big shifts of like why we moved into the studio as well and why I love having the studio is because we've got like not just video content from like just the Zoom. We're able to take video content and now turn this content into highlight reels and other things. And this is my most authentic. So if you're on YouTube – Yes. Come check us out at CEO School We Podcast. just put it on YouTube. And there's a whole strategy on YouTube. And I'll tell you, it can be overwhelming. And so you don't have to start with all of it. Like right. we're just now putting our stuff on YouTube, right? Right. And for me, even just getting that 15-second, 30-second segments from the show and using that as like a way for social media for video content was like one less thing I had to worry about. Right. And it was in my most authentic place. Like this is my most authentic place that I'm at where I get to – connect and teach and learn from other people like you. Like I love, it's like a coffee date with like the greatest women that I get to meet too. And so this is like natural and authentic to me. Then you take that content and I don't even have to do it, but my production studio does it. So you can find, and if you don't have, and it's honestly, you think that these are crazy budgets. They're not. There's tools out there. There's amazing companies um, that do all of this for you. And I don't have to worry about showing up and pointing at stuff. And it does feel my most authentic way to connect with my audience. So I think that's like a huge bonus tip on how to leverage the multi, multi-channel piece of it. And our podcast is our hub of all of our content. So when we create this, like, so today we're having a conversation on um, podcasting and I have Carlina very strategically because we are actually hosting the workshop right after we're going to record a full 60 minute, almost like a mini course. We're going to do these masterclasses or like every single thing. And we're going to learn about podcasting more in depth. What are the tools? How to use it for content? Who are like the, like all of the different things. Now we're going to go into a workshop, but we use the the hub is is the podcast. Then from there, we create content around it. Mm-hmm. Guess what's going to be on our newsletter? Exactly. We're going to have it on our newsletter. Guess what? We're going to have social that comes out of this. Right. So we're able to leverage one solid piece to do drive our stuff for the entire, um, almost a month, honestly, we could. Right. We do it weekly, right? And right. so that is how CEO School has been designed so that my hour of time here, um, or my two hours today, it's going to be, it's going to literally be so impactful right. for and so much value for our audiences. I literally, I think just yesterday, um, you know, Sophia Amoroso sent me a, a message like while – and she was just like, girl, you put out so much content. And I'm like, you know what? Thanks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I actually – but I, I'm not putting – it's not like my effort levels of content are up here. Right. I just have a really good system in place. Right. Really good system. Right. And so it's great for social. You can leverage the systems. Carlina, I know you and I are going to go record our amazing workshop. If you guys want access to the workshop, it's completely for free for all of our members. Like, So that is such a huge benefit of why you should be joining CEO School. Come join our membership. Link is in bio. It's literally um, as affordable as like $50 a month. Like it's not expensive. I highly recommend you come in um, and just connect with our members, our entrepreneurs, our experts, and uh, get to meet you know, Carlina in, in per, like in digital person, in digital person. Uh, online. <laughs> but I really like just love this episode. I can, I, I always, I could talk to you all day long. And no, I do we get could to talk, talk all day long. Talk to you all day long about all the things momming. And you are such an incredible mother. I just want to also you. say you're an inspiring mother, Thank how you, you um, balance everything or integrate everything and um, just always just make, make it all happen. I'm inspired by you every day. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for being on on CEO School.
Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.